and welcome back to Under the Whāraki. I'm Anatola. I'm Tahu. And today our topic is mozzies. Not... <laughs> yeah. Not <laughs> mozzies, but like Māori Aussies. Mm -hmm. And our specialist guest. <laughs> who flew in straight from Aussie for this episode. Yeah. Uh, my little brother, Paul Emmanuel. Tēnā koe, my bro. Kōra koe. Kia ora, kia ora. Uh, tuatahi, ka te kāna, ngā mi, kia oi, uh, kia iho ngā mano, matuata mo wairua tapu, ngā nene pono me ta maanga, he tautu ko mai, ae nei ake nei ae. Uh, ko Paul Emmanuel tōku ingoa, uh, huri tēnei, nō rātana pā, uh, kei reira au, i tupuai. Um, tia. Cheer. Cheer. Amazing. Um, so to kind of get the space warmed up, ironically with an icebreaker, mm. we basically do this thing called year na or na year. So I'm going to like say a statement and then we're going to have a little chat. And just to preface, all judgment is allowed. Mm. I'm allowed to judge you. I'm allowed to judge Tahu. And that's just about it. Yeah? <laughs> 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 you're not allowed to judge me. <laughs> and you're not allowed to judge me. <laughs> okay, cool. So here's a statement. Um, lipping the bottle while sharing a drink. Mm. Lipping a bottle. Oh, I don't even want to look yeah, at nah, you right now. Or nah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, nah, or yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, nah, or nah, yeah. Mm. What are your thoughts, Paul? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, nah, yeah. yeah. Nah, yeah. Nah, nah yeah. yeah. So, you're all about lipping it when you're sharing it with people? Yeah. Well, I think there's a, um, there's a time and place, <laughs> but in general, I think, yeah, nah, yeah. So, you just lip. So I had a drink right now. <laughs> so you just go ahead and shove Wait, your lips so in Wait, so if I had a drink right now, and I'd be like, Oi, do you guys want a drink? And I'd give it to you, and I'd give it to you, you'd just straight lip it. Probably, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Tahu? Yeah, I'm a nah, yeah. And I live with right someone <laughs> who, who really hates that shit. Like, he, 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 like, it gets under his skin so bad that it's become more of a habit for mm -hmm. me to show him that I'm should lipping his drink. Disrespect. <laughs> That's the absolute disrespect. Yeah, and I, I honestly just find nothing wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> like, at all. Like, not one bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm a yes. Not even a nah, yeah. Yes. Okay. And what are you here? I'm a... Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, nah. Right. That's, no, that's like, I feel like I crafted the way that you could drink a drink without lipping it, like, like when I was five years old. Really? Yeah, you just give me any drink, I'll drink it without lipping it. Yeah, just from the cup. <laughs> <Do> right <laughs> now, <laughs> show us. <laughs> I feel like it's such a, I mean, I look, I'm generalizing, but like it's such a basafika thing, like you just share everything, right? Like yeah. for us, like we just share it, like you just go and you'd be like, oh, I get the fries, you get the $2 chips, you get the drink yeah. and we'll just all share it. Like you get tomato sauce, all good. You get the $1 bread and we'll just sit at the beach and like eat and drink. Yeah. And so people just share the drink around, we'll all just be like, you know? I think, yeah. I think for me, out of all of my mates, I really sucked at lipping oh. a bottle. Yeah. Oh, like not lipping the bottle, sorry. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. All the boys are like, oh, no lips, no lips. But like, yo, but uh, I couldn't because it always stripped down on my top. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to, okay, this is my thing. I'm going to be the, the guy in the, in the group. I'm at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, I'll be the, the guy end. in the group to just lip it. Yeah, yeah. So it's because, that's one of the reasons because I sucked. Yeah. At not lipping the bottle. Mm. Interesting. You know what you do is, you know the lid, you put your thumb there and then you just put your lip on the thumb. Do you know what though? Like... Oh, there is people here that I Here bang. we go. I, I, I understand. Because like my sister, um, growing up, do big juju lips. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
and she <laughs> honestly would drink drinks. <coughs> like, I, I'm all right with people lipping my drink, mm. but it's when they double lip. <laughs> just front here. Hey, up. if it's like, hey, there's a, there's a bottle, yeah, it's all right if you go look there and just, just a bit of lip on the bottom cap. But she honestly is. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I can't. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll like watch it go back and forth. <laughs> like you know, the flow go up and down. <laughs> yeah, and I So it's, there's, a, there's a person there's that a, I wouldn't let There's a time and place, eh? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it feels very intimate to share a drink like that. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm okay. I feel like just don't lip it. If so I don't good. see you the goobies. Share, you the share the drinks. And yeah. that will be all good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just preface that when you meet someone. Like, just let you know I, I love drinks. That has to be something you... <laughs> yeah. Put it in your own way. Kia and I love drinks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. That's what you need to do from now on. Okay. Well, moving on from there Because, oh my God. What a stupid, stupid topic <laughs> that you come up with. <laughs> um, what, we go to you for your pop quiz. And you've got a few questions for us about... Being a Māori in Australia. Good boy. Mm-hmm. And it's a competition, so we'll grab our whiteboards. <coughs> which is... Sure is. Here. Here. Ah. <coughs> and you'll just read a question. Yep. And we'll explain our path. Oh, fuck it Let's do it. What proportion of Māori live in Australia? Why are these questions getting harder and harder? So out of 100% of Māori, this percent live in Australia. Wait, one in, are we doing percent? Percent. No, you said proportion. 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 Yeah. So one in something. Mm. <sighs> oh. One in. Oh. I feel like Tahu always judges my answers. I've gone, what have you got? I said one in ten. I went three and ten. Yes, I've won. Because I think it might be even more. Well, according to the 2016 Aussie census, it's one in six. <gasps> wow. So around 142,000 people. Maori. Whoa. Dang. One in six. I wonder how much that's changed since then. More. Yeah, I would have. That's what I've yeah, recently. Yeah, I feel like it'd be more. <laughs> Boy, that's, that's... One and that's, six. That's a lot. So that's two and twelve. Pretty close. <laughs> Next one. Cut it out. One. Yeah. Of the that's mo- a lot of people, eh? That's a lot of people. Yeah. Do you feel like there's that many Māori over there? You see that many um, Well, I know where I am, there's not that many. Right. But I know, like, Queensland, Perth. Heaps, yeah, eh? Yeah, there's quite a few. Wait, because okay. where are you based? I'm in... Uh, Sydney. Oh, right, right. There, I know there's Māori in, yeah, in New heaps. South Wales, but yeah. Sydney, like, yeah. it's Not so me. big that, you know, you, right. you don't know who's Māori. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. True, true, true. There's heaps in Queensland, Perth, etc. Okay. Um, question number two. Of the Māori living in Australia, what proportion were born there? Um. Out of the 142,000, what proportion... Oh, that's not done it. I honestly don't know. If I've even closely got this. One in twelve. 
One and three. Two. I feel like they're in the next generation. One and three? One and three. <laughs> A third. Holders. How? <laughs> Did you research I don't know how I do Did it, you? okay? <laughs> <laughs> but how I worked it out was that my aunties went over there and they've had their kids there. So right. it's like next generation. Uh, that I thought Gone that the over. third generation should all be born there. That's wild. One and three. Yeah. Do you think you'll stay to have kids there? Um, no, I think I'll... Well, I'll try my hardest to bring my kids up. Back home. Back home. Yeah. Uh, probably because the things that I got in, you know, yeah. that I grew up with, I want my kids to be able to, to have that same opportunity. Harder. But not the same, like more, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Better. Totally. Love that. One and three. God damn. That is a lot. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I already know. You even gave like a 50,000 number. Well, because I have 140,000. Okay, we get it. You're smart to who? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here we go. Next one. Uh, what percentage of Māori living on Australia speak Māori at home? Mm, what proportion? Mm. No, what percentage, sorry. What percentage. Mm. Of Māori living in Australia yep. speak to their Māori at home? At home. Cut it out. Come on. Cut it man. out. <laughs> Cut it out. Oh, I don't know. No, that's sad. That's a sad number. Oh, fudge. Okay, let's go down. 38%. 38%. Massa. I've gone three. Three percent. Mm. Approximately six percent. Mm. That was an ambitious number. I know. But not even 38% I went speak Māori at home here. I, I put it 18 and then I was like, nah, that's too low. Have <laughs> 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 you met Aussie Māoris? No, well, I don't know any Aussie Māoris. Well, besides Paulie now. Yeah. I don't know anyone who, who would and go the, over yeah, there. And the Māori you met from Aussie does speak Māori. Yeah, so, so I, was like, I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Like, nah, there has to be more. Yeah, well, you've met one of the 3%. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, yeah, okay. Is, yeah. is this the last one? Yeah, last one here. Okay. Uh, what is the most common reason why Māori migrate to Australia? Okay. <laughs> okay. More money. <laughs> I've gone mahi. For, yep. I think, uh, oh, this one here, for a better chance to get work or better jobs. Mm. Doesn't mention money. In <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out. Cut it out. Oh, we get it. Four, four, four there. Yeah, what a win. You really did slay. Oh, that was too much. Wow. Well, well that's so kind shook. of everyone's reason to go there, eh? Mm. You wouldn't just like, would you just move to Aussie for fun? No, but honestly, as social workers, so that's my what I trained in. When I started, we I, my starting rate was like fifty two k as a social worker. Mm. My friends who moved out over to Australia, they were starting at like ninety two. Whoa! I was like, God, that's forty thousand dollars more than what I was mm. getting. Also, Australian dollar, which was so different. So like, money mm. would just I just thought that would be the mm. reason why people would move over. Mm. Money is so much better. Mm. Yeah. 
Is that why you moved? <laughs> 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 um, it's that's not the the reason why I moved over. But I know, um, speaking with a lot of Maori over there, it's it's like that's the case for them. Yeah. Like, um, more opportunity um, for themselves. Some some of them, oh, actually, a lot of them, is just to escape. You know yeah. what they what they've gone through. Yeah, um, yeah. Growing up back back here in uh, Aotearoa. Um, but yeah, a, a lot of it's either just to escape um, here, you know, the things that they've gone through, or uh, better money, or better mahi. So. And you're in Sydney, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm so is there, like, a, I know you mentioned it before, but have you found, like, a Māori community in Sydney? Um, yeah, 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 I have, actually. Um, so obviously, myself being uh, of the Ratana Church, or Morehu, um, we have like a, there's a little pariha or parish over there in Sydney. So every, maybe like twice or once a month, um, Morehu from Sydney will catch up and wow. Whakamunati, you know, we'll get together, um, have kai um, and just catch up. Um, but then when they don't have church, so when we don't have church the once or twice uh, every month, there's a uh, church there called the Church of Te Wairua Tapu um, and that, that's established by Māori as well um, over there and that's where I go when I don't go to um, yeah. the Whakamoimiti for, yeah. for Ratana so um, that's kind of like my, my Māori community at the moment yeah. um, is church you know and yeah or, or, or even rugby as well there's couple Māori boys and yeah, yeah, yeah. the club that I play for so we always catch up um, once a week or you know after trainings whatever just yeah just catch up and talk some uh, talk some tiko talk smack yeah. Yeah. love it we love to see it how how's it been adjusting to because you know you grew up <coughs> in your pa you grew up at mm. home and and how's it been adjusting to a place where there's no home like there's no, you can't see home, you can't drive home, yeah. you can't go hug mum. Mm. What's that? What's that adjustment been like as a young Māori too? Yeah. Eighteen, male. Oh my God, so young. Yeah, that's the. For a baby. That's the hardest time, eh, yeah. for any any kids coming out. What's that been like? Well, um, I think what made it easier for <coughs> me was that I went to a boarding school, mm. so I was able to cope um, mm. a little bit better than. Um, some of my other mates that are over there in different parts of Australia. Um, just that time being away from Fano, I was already a little bit uh, used to it. Um, but again, that was only a drive down the road from home. Yeah. Um, so being in being in Aussie um, and not being able to drive home to m- to mum's hugs or you know the, the old man's um, stern corridors. Um, yeah. yeah, it was pretty hard. Not at the start, to be honest, uh, and this is me being honest, like at the start, in the first three to four months, Everything I was new, sweet. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I got into adventure. training. Um, Freedom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yes, like I finally get to go out on my own. Mm. Um, yeah, so I got into rugby, got into um, mahi, and that kind of just, you know, kept me distracted from all of that stuff. And I was just like, yes, I've got money now and I'm able to do my own thing. Um, but it wasn't until um, I hit 
oh, it wasn't until I got into pre-season um, for rugby um, and then got getting cut from my team and then ultimately my contract, that, that was the time where it hit me the most. Oh, yeah. um, that's when I wanted my mum and then the old man, you know, right there. Uh, but, you know, <coughs> I, all I could do was just see them on the messenger or the, you know, FaceTime. Mm. Um, yeah, that, that was pretty hard for me at that time. Um, but, you know, the you know, parents will always be there to, to afi, afi, afi manaki. Um, and then, you know, they always push me through. Um, a time where they really tried me, you know what I mean? So, yeah. no, I was really grateful for them. Really grateful for FaceTime. Mm. So Thank goodness for technology, yeah. yeah <laughs> Oi, technology how did they do it last time? Like a pigeon? <clears throat> little message in a pigeon? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, that's wild. I'm doing, I'm get straight back on the walk <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm doing. Exactly. It takes yeah. months and months. Um, you spoke about like dealing with like the grief, I guess, and yeah. the loss of like losing a contract. So you went over there for rugby? Yeah, yeah, went over there for rugby league. Right. Um, was promised uh, a lot of things. Not the P word. Yeah, <laughs> I was promised a lot of things um, after, oh, probably towards the last term of school. Um, they, were, they were like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll bring you over, do this, get you a house, get you a job, um, we'll pay you this, all of this type of stuff. So wow. yeah, we'll set you up with these people and then you know, <coughs> this will get you here. Yeah. And that, that was, they, they sold the dream. They sold the dream of to course. me. So I was like, yes, yes, sweet. Uh, I'm going straight there. And I had a lot of mahi, um, like this is non, non-rugby, non I had a lot of mahi offered to me uh, oh, in that last term of school as well, like I hadn't finished school, but um, different people were like, oh mate, look, straight after kura, you can come here and I'll do this for you. Mm. And, but I didn't want that because I'd been doing that, that type of stuff all my life. Yeah. So the footy stuff was kind of something that I wanted like just for myself. It's like a different dream. Yeah, eh? yeah, just to say like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I pursued the league and then coming over, um, had a few hiccups, like getting to, into an actual, like a grassroots rugby league club. Mm. Um, it took a few weeks, um, <coughs> eventually got into it. And um, yeah, and then I played a season where in a position that I'd never played before, but ended up making again the the rep side um for that position and then did the whole preseason. it's probably like the fittest that i've ever been yeah. um i built on like some some good size for for my age um so i was like yeah pretty much i was pretty much like all i thought i was at my my prime on track yeah yeah i was just like right I'm, like, this is it yeah, this yeah my like, moment. I'm, I'm on my way within yeah, the next yeah, two yeah, years yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. how confident i yeah, was yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then um, we had a couple trial games. Um, I scored like a you know I scored a, f- a few tries and in one of the trial games, so I was like, they can't drop me now, like you know <laughs> what I mean? Because I was only on a training trial. Um, but yeah, like after those couple games, I was like, nah, I'm a shoeing, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I kind of went in with that with that mindset. And then um, I think it was like literally a week before. The competition had started. That's when coach rang me up and was like, "Oh, yeah, sorry, mate. Um, don't have a spot for you in the team." And like, soon as he sa- soon as I he said who he was on the phone, because he said he was calling people to say, "Oh, 
uh, men, if you if you get a call from me within the next couple of days, um, yeah, it's probably not going to be the the you know the best phone call. And then as soon as I got this phone call, it was unknown numbers. I was like, oh, surely not. And then as soon as I hey man, it's you know thing from from here. From, I'm just the coach. I was like, oh. so I knew straight away. Yeah, broke down. Had a couple of days like just pure just. Ratchet, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. stuffy, stuffy, yeah. yeah, yeah. If this place, <laughs> yeah, 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 hard on you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was a that was a pretty tough time for me, but yeah, no, nah, I'm pretty happy with where I am now. What, what made you stay? What made you like? Oh you like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. at that yeah, sorry, that at that time, um, after telling my parents, mum straight away, mm. come home, like you know, come <laughs> home. I'll look after you. I've yeah. already got all of this sorted for you and. Yeah. Yeah, and I was pretty sold on that. And then even um, my tūkana, uh, my sister, um, you know, they were like, oh, you know, we've got some mahi here for you as well. Mm. Um, you can come live here, back home with us. Um, and then the old man was the same, like, oh, you know, boy, um, it'd be really cool if you came home. You know, we, we miss you back here. You're, you're needed, all of this type of stuff. And mm. But for me, like, I kind of just wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to, like... I f- still felt like I had something to prove, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't to anyone else. It was to just yourself. Yeah, it was just yeah, to myself, yeah, like, because yeah. I always had this thing in my head, like, um, NRL, Super Rugby, whatever. I just want, I just want to make one of those just to say that I've done it, not to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Just to prove yourself right. Yeah, just to prove to myself yeah. that, like, to my to the kid self, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. See, this is what you wanted, and you, yeah. you got it. Yeah, now you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, so I had all this stuff to, well, all these people telling me to move home. You had your um, village call to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, yeah, got yeah, you yeah, back. Yeah, and and yeah. that was, like, beautiful. It was, How like, amazing. It was so cool for me yeah. to um, to hear that at that time. Mm. But, yeah, I just wasn't ready yet. And so I was like, nah. I told them, nah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going. Um, so a couple of my workmates were like, oh, come to rugby practice if you like it stay whatever mm. yeah so at that first rugby training just happened to um there happened to be someone there of um who was quite up there who had come from a was from a super rugby uh, franchise mm. um yeah he happened to be there at that training so um he liked what he saw and yeah it was kind of just yeah good timing yeah right place right time so yeah i was pretty grateful I'll mentor you along. He mm. made under 19 Australia last year. Amazing. Yeah. Wait, this is rugby league? Oh, this is rugby union. union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it literally cool. changed in the year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, amazing. Mm. A similar, like, position or like. Yeah, oh, well, it was the position that I liked playing. You liked yeah, the best, yeah, right, so right. That's, that's what union gave to me, was gave me a lot more freedom to play what I wanted to play and, you know, yeah. play how I wanted to play. So. Well, just because it feels like kind of effed up because I feel like they kind of set you up to fail to put you in a position that yeah. you've never played before. Yep. Even though you were like, this is it. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. doing the best. Yeah. And you were scoring these tries. But that's like, that's it's wild that they would just uplift a, a young young kid, really, and take you over to a different country and then just kind of lay this out for you and expect mm-hmm. for you to just be, like, thriving. Mm. Well, that, that's the... That's a scary thing because yeah. I'm not the only one. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's plenty, plenty of boys, Maori boys as well, mm. um, that move over there with a promised stream, and then mm. you know, one little thing happens, or you know, I don't know, but it just doesn't work out. 
So sorry, not so I keep on like having a question because I'm like <laughs> so I feel like it's so fascinating because I feel like I love that you talk about like this promised dream that goes over to Australia and then like you experiencing like this grieving and this mm. loss of like this promise. But like, was there any like support from people like from them that said like this is the promise yeah. and like sorry can't do it for you but like let's put you somewhere or let's like nah. do you need some counseling do you nah. need what Def- nothing definitely not silence yeah well, it was just like sorry you're not part of the team thanks for being a part of the camp- preseason campaign hung up and that was that was that was all oh, he did say if there's anything that i can do but i just felt like it wasn't a genuine yeah. i'm here for you you know what i mean yeah. like sorry that i've done this uh, to you but it just didn't feel genuine and like sometimes I feel like I can read people you know what I mean like yeah I can feel if that guy is genuine or not and yeah the coach definitely no compassion yeah. shown no and I just wonder for some like obviously you've got a good head on your shoulders and you've got a beautiful village behind you and a strong sense of, of self for you you know for who you are but I just wonder for like young boys going over there like they didn't have that like how traumatic that would be for yeah, them and yeah. like how easy it would be to fall into other pathways right yeah. rather than going down a really like safe and healthy mm. processing like you said I, I had two days <laughs> I was like I'm like this yeah, you know yeah. but like you gave yourself that grace which I wonder how many other young boys wouldn't give themselves yeah. that grace yeah I'm just grateful that I uh, had some fun over there yeah. just, just an auntie and uncle and, uh, and my cousin, um, who were right there next to yeah. me. So, yeah, very grateful for them. And then, again, ringing up FaceTime and, yeah. you know, all my family kind of kind of helped a lot. Yeah. It is really scary for young fellas. That's so scary. Yeah. Especially that, it's the cutoff. It's the thanks for coming by. Bye, later. Yeah, I know you've uplifted your whole life and yeah. moved over here and put all your eggs into our basket that we've promised you the, that you can eat one this day. This dream. Yeah. Yeah. But they just take your eggs and throw them out and no. not a good batch. And, and it's, it's, it's so hard. It is, it's scary for Māori because particularly in that, that um, generation, the 16 to 24, that's the most vulnerable um, yeah. generation for our tāne in specific, especially tāne Māori. And... <coughs> So many of them are over there with this with this hope and this dream of of doing what they were promised yeah. to do. And as soon as something goes wrong, it could be playing up at the, whatever they do. You know, do one thing wrong yeah. and see you later. Yeah. Yeah. Just Don't want to know off. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I, I think it's real um it's swept under the farki often. Yeah. That uh, um that it's you're just in a business, you're just another, another cog number. in their machine. Yeah. Yeah, literally. They they don't care about the player. They just care that their stock mm. is coming through. Yeah. It's like a farmer. Mm. Like for our farm, we need yearlings coming in. Mm. And as soon as they're fat enough, see you later. Yeah. You know? It's a profit. It's literally just profit. Yeah. And making sure that their stocks is good. So when you go over there, I think, especially for Rangate young fellas, it's to know be aware young that you're just part of the business eh? Mm. so treat it like a business and treat them like a business relationship Mm. too hard it's hard to tell little kids because they think you know they these fellas love me and they're going to help and protect me and they they care about me because all i've known my whole life is care you know my Mm. coaches at school care my whanau cares so these fellas will care too the expectation of it all yeah yeah when really the reality is they don't 
They don't give a fuck. They could care less. <laughs> they could actually care less. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like, see you later. When they say bye, and you walk out the door and you feel to yourself like, oh, fuck. Well, they lost a really good opportunity with yeah. me. They've got 10 more. Yeah, sitting outside the door, knocking on it, waiting to come in. Ten more brown boys from Aotearoa. <laughs> whether they're Māori or Pasifika, come on, let's be honest, yeah, yeah. right? Like, that's just the, that's how it gets generated. Mm. I know, like, um, for Pasifika, that happens so much too. And yeah. um, I wonder, like, also, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, the pride aspect, right? Mm. Like, I know for a lot of men in my life, like, pride is the bane of everyone's existence that has to interact Jeez. with them um and so like they're often not willing to ask for help because they're like i'm a man like i'm gonna i'm gonna do this myself mm. but the fact that you asked like you said like this didn't happen like that's so amazing mm. do you find that like there's a support system for the like amongst yourselves in australia it's, uh, like after something like that would have happened um did you guys talk about it like bro this happened like i'm feeling yeah, rough well, well there was there it wasn't just me that got dropped. There was like quite a few. Few of you. Yeah, it was maybe like four or five of us. Yeah. Um, and I know. Out of like out of us, three of them just like quit, like Came quit. Yeah. No. Nah, oh, not from. Oh. Not. F I was the only one from New Zealand. No yeah, way. Yeah, I was the only from, from only one from New Zealand. But the other boys, I think three of them just like oh sorry two, stopped like just quit footy. Mm. Um. The other two were able to go into other teams like almost instantly. Yeah. Um, but then one kind of went like right off the rails, like you know, got like real, real well, cut. Struggling. Yeah, yeah, he struggled yeah. a lot. Um, so me and him like talked a lot. Even now, like I look at him now, and he's like, he's doing so good for himself. Good for he's him. he's done footy now, but yeah. he's like excelling very high in something else. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool, like how those things can you know change people or, you know yeah. help help people in a way uh, so, yeah. do you think australia do it, does it worse than new zealand regarding that like bringing guys young guys over and like sell them the australian dream of like we're gonna you know give you this like amazing opportunity and we're gonna pay you heaps do mm, you think that happens often here in aotearoa i think it's for I rugby think, in particular yeah i think it's difficult for me to say because i never i was never the one Growing up, oh, like growing up, I was never the one to make a lot of the top teams here in New Zealand. Got you. Um, but uh, speaking, you know, in Australia, um, yeah, I, I don't think there's a there's a good support system. Mm. Um, well, there might be, but it's not loud enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for for rangatahi, um, mainly, you know, Pacifica and Maori. Um, yeah, I just don't think it's it's touched on a lot yeah, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of really quiet i mean like look let's be honest if australia can't get it right with their aboriginal indigenous community like how can we get it how can they fucking get it right <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm just saying like you can't get it right with your indigenous people how do we expect them to get it right with anyone uh, else yeah. and that's just like an out at all we can't get it right with our maori yeah. how can we get it right with anyone else like yeah. how can we expect to have uh, a standard of of care if mm. we can't even do it for the people that come from this land mm. like you know they get treated so bad i know when my cousin went over i was like oh how's australia like are you experiencing any racism he was like oi they just they just only care of the fact that I'm not Aboriginal. Other than that, I'm just like a big brown guy, strong, mm. 
like the girls love me the guys want to be my friend mm. like that it's just so different there well for his experience that mm. is um so what do you do now so what what are you doing in australia now um so i work with insurance like it's like an insurance remediator so like i just I oh, yeah. that's my mahi and yeah. then i just play rugby as well yeah yeah so and yeah it's pretty cool but don't you have a third job aren't you doing some like dance thing oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, like, I'm like really trying to get her out of there <laughs> <laughs> I want to know all the things. Yeah. yeah. So you you got three jobs. Oh, it's it's not even it's it's not even a job. Of um, it's more like it's kind of like my escape. You know what I mean? Like from right, right. from from rugby and yeah from mahi. Um, because growing up at Ratanapa, Ratanapa is a big um, what is it? Entertainment type of yeah. type of vibe. You know what I mean? Um, you know, especially for my whanau, like. Oh. Um, Kapaka is a really big thing. Um, music is a really big thing. Performing is a really big thing. So, um, and that's what I grew up on, and that's like, that's yeah. that's something that I know will never like get taken away from from me. So absolutely. Um, so when I do that, that's like my escape from rugby and, and mahi. Mm. Um, so yeah, I do that with um, with Matavai and shout out to Matavai. <laughs> yeah, shout me. out to Matavai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like effortlessly, effortlessly, yeah. Yep. Um, they've helped me so much as well. Yeah. Just like te- just teaching dancers and learning about um, Pacific culture and you know all the different islands. Um, no, it's really cool and you know it's something challenging f- for me as well. Um, Connection to home too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it also f- again feels that that. Um, that that thrill that that I I missed for for a bit so yeah yeah I'm pretty grateful for for them. So you're like you you're busy as yeah or oh, uh, that's that's the type of lifestyle that yeah. um, that I love yeah um, I hate being at home doing nothing mm. um I can't keep still I always have to be on the go on the go yeah yeah love and, that for you and, and yeah and that's that's <laughs> that's what I like to do anyway, so. yeah 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 cool cool mm. the, the, the real way that like Maori boy goes to Aussie and does tongue <laughs> 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 I mean, he does other dances, but tongue is the most important. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when uh, he like sent, oh, when I found out he was doing that over there, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Yeah, I was watching, and he, like, he come home the other day, and we just picked him up from the airport, and that night, like, the first thing he did was play our songs and do all his dances. Wow, <laughs> like, I love actually it. loves it. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, because it's, it's, it would be so nice to learn something new while still staying mm. in the entertainment, right? Yeah. And moving your body and like learning different like songs yeah. and all of that stuff. That's amazing. I think also like really healing. Yeah, yeah. It'd of be course. self-care yeah, for yeah. you, right? Yeah, and I don't course. think often people have that outside of their nine to five mm. mahi. I don't think people actually yeah. have things that bring them joy yeah. because they're so exhausted and yeah. they think, oh, this is going to exhaust me even more. Yeah. Mm. But it doesn't, right? It kind of replenishes yeah, you a little yeah. bit. And I think that's the i'm so grateful for my upbringing yeah because if i didn't have that then i wouldn't be doing the dancing because i you know never in my life did i ever think i was going to be doing island dancing yeah, or yeah, doing yeah. the mickey or you oh, know um, love it but that's the sad thing as well is that i'm like there's only two moldy boys in that whole wow you know what i mean in the whole dancing um classes yeah. and groups so yeah that's something that like i want to try um, trying to make my mission is trying to get more of the multi boys to jump in. Um, yeah, 
I've hardly seen Māori since I've been there. And, like, I'm not in places where um, there's more Pākehā or etc, mm. etc. Like, I feel like I'm in a place where I would see a lot of Māori uh-huh. or a lot of Pacifica. Um, but, yeah, definitely the, the culture. The culture is really different. There's more um, Lebanese food, Arab foods, mm. all of that. Um, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, everywhere you walk here, there's Māori. Everywhere you walk in Australia, there's tons of different cultures. Um, and it's like, I think in Sydney or New South Wales alone, it's like 8 million people. Yeah. Yeah, back here is only like, what, 5, 4? The whole of the yeah, country. Yeah, the whole country. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, definitely the amount of people. The structures are really, really different. Um, buildings are so high. Um, the water's... Yuck. No. <laughs> um, Speak your truth. Boy. Yeah. Speak your truth. <laughs> um, like, you can't really, you can fish there and that, but, like, you can't, like, like, the other day, me and the bro went for a fish and we ate it, you know, but in Australia, you can't handle fish um, and then eat, eat the, what you caught, you know really? what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, I know for, like, pigs and that, especially in Australia, you can't, you can't eat them because they're, like, or something like that Parasites yeah, or, yeah or some some stuff like that yeah wow. yeah so just all the little stuff is really different mm. Mm. do you and to speak Māori over there yeah well every whenever i go to whakamumiti or even to the church of tuairo tapu um a lot of maori come but maybe only like three speak Māori. yeah maybe only three people including myself speak Māori. Mm. Mm. And which is like obviously pretty sad, but that's like my time to go back and not help, no, it but is, like yeah. you know to yeah encourage encourage other Maori. Yeah. yeah, we had we had Jordan earlier, Jordan Apana, mm. and um, she spoke about like being Ma- an urban Maori, and I know she's she's one of my best friends. Whenever I hear her speak to the Maori, like I learn so much from her, mm. and like just being able to learn is like so amazing. So like you just being able to be present and like visibly like sh- like speaking it, mm. I feel like that would be so encouraging for people. Mm. And just like, boy, like that, I could do that too. Or like yeah. it's my right to know my language. Mm. So that's amazing. Have you, um, sorry, I know we, we have to like round out, but like, <laughs> have you experienced like much like racism in Australia? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I have actually. Yeah. Um, and if, like now that I've got my puro, it's more like, or my peha. It's more like, oh, actually, just before I come home, um, I think it was Boxing Day. Mm. Um, me and a couple <coughs> of the boys went out, and um, there's like this really popular um, place on, I think it's Kuji or Bondi, one of them, um, that we went to, and I wasn't allowed in because of I had tattoos, um, and but like people before me were like, oh. Australian or Pākehā, mm. um, but with like little tattoos like on their arms and all of that. But it's, yeah, that, 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 that was probably, those. yeah, that was probably like one of the biggest ones that like really upset me. Yeah. And like, um, yeah, I just, that, that really got to me a little bit. So I just went home, yeah, mm. went home after that and just like thought to myself, like, why? Like, this is like who I am, you know what I mean? Mm. This is like a part mm. of me. It's also beautiful. 
Oh, thank you. It, it is. It's so beautiful. And it's like markings and it gives people an opportunity to see that this is someone's culture mm. and like actual being. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. hard when... Nah, nah, I don't want to say that. Nothing. <laughs> hard when you don't have culture. Though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true though. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're so disconnected from their cultures. Yeah. Pakia is so disconnected. <laughs> yeah. not, not just for me as well. Like... um one of the Samoan boys here says Pe'a. Mm. And um, same thing. We went mm. we went out and um, wasn't let him because um, cause he had his Pe'a. Mm. I wasn't let him because I had my Pe'a. And then because he had a, a long hair or something like that. Yeah. So That's wild. Yeah. The <sighs> racism racism is more present, I feel, um, in Australia. Wait, than even just like oblivious racism. Mm, yeah, like they yeah. don't even know. Yeah. Now, you they know what they did? They saw, they saw a few good looking brown boys and they're like, dang, oh, our Australian yeah. girls are going <laughs> to And they're like, we need more for these Australian boys. That's what they did. <laughs> no, nah, serious. I'm telling you. This is my theory. Oh my gosh. What would be your advice, if we're going to mm. round up, what would be your advice to someone who's potentially thinking about moving over to Australia? As for, a for a Māori that grew up a Māori, like grew up in Adas Fenua, yeah. knows his whānau, knows his whakapapa. Because that's be? the, the biggest difference yeah. is that you've gone over yeah. there knowing that stuff. You're not, you're, that's a true disconnection of your whenua. Yeah. How, what would you say to those fellas? Um, just do it, man. Like, if what you want just happens to be in Australia, then like just just go for it like mm. obviously whānau go over there for opportunity um to escape their you know their upbringings and their their whānau here um if if that's what's best for you and your whānau then you know who stop like why should people stop you from wanting the best for yourself you know what i mean so mm. uh, i think if that's what you want then follow your gut yeah yeah hundred hundred percent Joy. Mm. With a long term plan of coming home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But also, like, I, I guess, like, also for you, what I would imagine would help a lot of other Māori would be like having a strong connection back home, mm. right? And like a strong. Um, a strong ability to like look after yourself and care for yourself yeah. and, and, and look after your mental well-being because it's like not an easy road ahead if that's the road you choose. Mm. So to really like build your kit there and like yeah, build yeah, it hard. so that you have something you can like hard. lean on eh? I love it and then love just it. take action yeah hey if you want to give it a go give it a go you don't mm. know till you know yeah here and under the thought <laughs> 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 awesome that's us guys um thank you so much Paulie we've loved yeah. um listening to you and having a little caught it all but um yeah that's us yeah. we're here for it thank you my bro kaki te anō